I'm kind of a veteran at this business of, of catching deados. And uh, one of my jobs is to um, train the uh, the new guys. And uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, plays Nick, and he's a he's a new guy. I'm kind of teaching the ropes too. There are a lot of a lot of bizarre ropes to learn in this game. Hello and welcome to Tripod, a podcast about cinema's unofficial trilogies. Three films which are not linked by the usual elements like characters or plot, but instead are connected by a director or a writer or an actor or sometimes much, much less. I'm Tyree. And I'm Matt. And today we're continuing our self-titled Bronco Bridges trilogy with a 2013 Jeff Bridges Men in Black imitation piece, R.I.P.D. A.K.A. Rip.D. A.K.A. Rip yeah. Rest in peace, department. <laughs> R.I.P.D. <laughs> uh, uh, relax, body. I hope, I hope that relax, body. I hope this movie burns in hell. Yeah. Relax your body for this one, folks. If you slip through the cracks and stay on Earth after you die, your soul rots. They rot, the world rots. Global warming, black plague, bad cell reception. Get it? Without the RIPD, the world would have been overrun by these dead people sometime in 1954. 70 million box office, baby. Seven. Which sounds like a lot until you find out how much it costs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make. Oh, man. Oh, which we'll dig into, I guess. Yeah. This is RIPD, released in 2013. The Rest in Peace Department. Rest in Peace Department. Yeah. Starring yeah. Yeah, exactly, Ryan Reynolds. Right? Exactly. Starring Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. And a supporting role, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon cast. Bridges, yeah. Reynolds, Bacon. Yes. Top of his game, Bridges. Ryan about to like, he was already a big man. A big man. <laughs> He's a pretty tall guy. Big man, Ryan Reynolds. I would love if that was his nickname. Like Ryan, Ryan big, man, big man Reynolds. God damn, such a big man. Someone <laughs> He's pretty to... tall. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's like 6'3 or 4. He's oh, wow, tall. that is pretty tall. Yeah. Um, he hadn't done Deadpool yet. So, again, this is yes. 2013. Did Ryan Reynolds do the kind of McConaughey route where he was like rom-coms for a while and then In a got way, into action? but he's still, I feel like he still had the same character going into these action movies. Yeah, see, like that's he's, the thing, he's right? He's still that kind of like, so, would sarcastic be the right word? I don't know. Yeah, he is like a bit. Yeah, he, but that's, also very sweet. A, he also plays a very sweet kind of guy in a lot of ways. Dude, that's the thing about this movie. Yeah. The two leads, yeah. no problem with how they portrayed what they did. I actually think, like, for what they did, I mean, Jeff Bridges, MVP of this film for sure. <laughs> oh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds for oh, what yeah. he was given. I thought yeah. it was not an offensive performance at all. I was like, you did what you were given. It was not a lot to be doing. Like, I... he wasn't given a lot. And yes. he was probably acting against nothing for a long time because of all the dead olds that we'll get into. <laughs> I don't but... entirely agree, but... <laughs> well, that's good. Point. A fair enough point. It'd be a boring podcast if we did. But we should yeah. get into just in terms of like, so that we're not talking about nothing for people who oh, haven't yeah. seen it. RIPD, uh, I'm going to get up the little log I've got a, I've got a few thing. details here. Oh, go for it, man. I don't have a synopsis, actually, if that's what you're getting well, at. Well, I was going to say, it's a film important. about the RIPD... De uh, Rest in Peace Department is yep. basically uh, cops who die yep. and who, I guess, are the best cops ever who existed in the real world. Mm -hmm. Like, they get 
instead of going to heaven or hell, they get put into this department that is basically, it's like a men in black style, like agency that exists in the afterlife that whose job it is to contain and dispose of lost souls who are causing the earth havoc kind of thing. So our main character, Nick, who's played by Ryan Reynolds, he gets Mm -hmm. killed very quickly in the, in the Mm -hmm. opening of the film, spoiler alert, but it's like literally in the first five minutes. And in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, in the trailer. It's the entire synopsis. It's the entire film. Exactly. So he dies. He gets uh, forced into the RIPD. And then he goes uh, on an adventure with Jeff Bridges, whose name is Roy. Roy. But it's like Roycious or something. His Uh, real name is Roylicious or something. That's his first name is Roy. Roy is from the 1800s. He's he's a dead uh, marshal from like the Wild West. Roycephus Roy Pulsifer. There you go. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. You can call me Roy. I think he also says you can call him... Cipher or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, basically undead cops who are hired by the man upstairs to arrest the undead who are still roaming the earth. Yes. And got to go to hell for eternity. Yes. And there's a whole plot about gold and Nick coming to terms with his grieving wife and all that kind of stuff. But that's basically it. It's like a, yes. it's like a bargain basement men in black. Do you know the budget for this film? No. Okay. Um, so, can I guess? Go ahead. Yeah. Take a swing. Oh, there's so much CGI. Um, <laughs> big big names as well. Big names as well. Jeff Bridges isn't going to be cheap. Do you know? Can I tell you quick? Actually, I'll do this and then I'll tell you who okay. was going to be Jeff. Who was oh yes, I'm so excited role. to hear this. So I'm going to guess. I'll go 100 million. Close. Estimated to be around 154 million dollars. Oh, that's not close. That's that's so much more. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually, it's a yeah. You're, you're 154 million. 150, estimated to be 154 million. I think the studio claims it was less, closer out. to 130, maybe 120. But people go, hang on a minute. I think if we look into this, that'd be. But also, like if you think about inflation, that's closing in on 200 now. <sighs> Jesus Christ, that's insane yeah. for this movie. What's more insane? That's is like how an much... Avengers style budget. Oh yeah. But which what did it make? Yes. Yeah. See. Okay. I don't have the domestic and the international, but all up, it's worldwide gross. Do you want to have another guess? It's Have worldwide swing. gross, yes. and it was 130 million. They reckon at the end of its run, yeah, 154 million estimated. budget estimated, um, roughly, approximately. Clearly, I've done my research. S- or 60 million, Very, yeah, close again, yeah, 70 million dollars, oh. approx. Yeah, which is not good. No, not good. And does, do you know? Because you've worked on more productions, mate. Do, does 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 budget account for marketing? I believe so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it would. I imagine a whole like Just quiet. So you know, of that is, I'd say a massive stake of it is in, is in the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say is it because if you add on that as well. Anyway, I didn't see any marketing for this, so maybe you know. Yeah. Wow. I worked. And, I worked in the TV industry. I didn't pay much attention in the TV. We, <laughs> I should just, uh, amen to that. <laughs> we should that. mention as well. Um, that it was based on a 1999 comic book oh, yeah. by Peter uh, M. Uh, uh, Lenkov. A graphic novel. Oh, it says comic book on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, true. I'm but that's Wikipedia. Sorry. But I, no, I think it was... <laughs> but, <laughs> I think I read Ryan Reynolds correct someone. In an oh, really? No, I think it was... And do you know what? I actually reckon this would have been an awesome graphic novel. It's like a cool I feel concept. like I feel like yeah, it is. It's a cool I don't concept. fully understand yeah. the concept and we should get into that, like oh, yeah. with the plot and everything like that. Or oh, even just yeah. like the mechanics of like the dead people escaping judgment and some, like they've given a reason, but it's kind of like what the, like it just, yeah. it raises so many questions oh, rather yeah. than answers. Anyway. Oh yeah. Um, so we should, we questions should Questions I'd be happy not to have answered either. Yeah. I don't really. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we don't need it. Uh, but, but before still, we do that, do you, do you want to guess who was originally cast to play <sighs> Jeff Bridges? 
or to play the role that Jeff Bridges I feel played. like I read this somewhere, and I know right. you've set this up as a you'll never guess this kind of person someone, someone I wouldn't expect hmm. is it someone who's sort of younger than yes it's younger okay it's younger than who Jeff Bridges Jeff or, Bridges yeah. yeah oh god who's in their prime I honestly have no idea uh, he's a comedy star okay oh okay and he's Greek no, you've lost me. Zach Galifianakis. Yes, I do remember reading this actually. <laughs> Can you Why? imagine this movie with him in it? He's the one who turned it down. He was like, "No, I'm just going to do between two ferns." He turned it. <laughs> he turned it down because of scheduling conflicts. So maybe he was making oh, a Hangover film Christ. or something. But I can can't imagine... imagine him playing Roy no, at all. Not at all. Like, I mean, maybe, fuck? but it just would have been a really weird... Because, honestly, maybe Jeff Bridges better, was but... delightful in this. Like, he was oh, yeah. crazy. He was eating the scenery love, like more than Jeff I've seen. Bridges like any film actor do in a while Um, to the point where I had to watch this film with subtitles because he (laughs) I could not understand so much of what he was saying he walked off the set of True Grit and he was like yep that is what he's going for a little while that (laughs) he's got that going but it's just different levels yeah and in this one it's like oh my god so like dialed up to 12 kind of thing you know Um, he said in a Reddit AMA discussion yeah Jeff Bridges said that he enjoyed making the movie with the cast and crew, but attributed its failure to studio interference. Bridges said, oh, suits just cut it against the grain, and I thought screwed it up. I'm doing him as the cowboy, which he's not a cowboy. But cut he it said, against the grain. Yeah, the suits cut it against the grain, and I thought screwed it up. So that's a woodworking reference, like a I think, cowboy. isn't it? Like, he, they, like they cut it, like they, they, they um, well. attacked it the wrong way. Well. They cut it against the grain. <laughs> <laughs> screwed it up. He described the film as, an, as underwhelming. I remember reading that. Co- that's the only mm. quote I could find from him. It was mm. underwhelming or disappointing, but yeah. Yeah. Robert, director Robert uh, Schwentke. <laughs> we should also give a bit more context to this film, but yeah. Director Robert Schwentke, who we'll get into, he also, he said the same thing. Studio interference. Mm. Studio interference. Did he write the thing as well? No, it was written, but you had two writers. Okay. Actually, uh, Phil Hay and Matt Manfredi, mm-hmm. um, who worked together and they've done good stuff. I, which I haven't seen. Well, that's the thing about movies, man, is like there's so many elements to them that yeah. it's like, look, I don't think this had an incredible script and I don't think it had any notable kind of action set piece, like stuff that the director and God. you know stuff are responsible for. But like... You are you know, suddenly daunted with the amount of stuff we have to talk about with this film? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> there's so much. But I, I'm just looking, this movie, so it's, it's just another Wicked um, okay. IMDb thing. It says... The movie's been compared to Men in Black, obviously, 1997, in that they both deal with secret government agencies contending uh, the other world with otherworldly beings. Oh my God, turn I'm your so phone sorry. off. I'm so sorry. Can we start again? <laughs> Just start again. <laughs> Jeff Bridges is playing the same kind of character that his good friend uh, and Blown Away co-star Tommy Lee Jones played oh. in Men in Black trilogy as well. So they're both kind of, you know, young guy, cop, off-sided with this kind of, yeah, you know... experienced cop. Experienced, you know... Although very different... Uh, jaded, you yes. know, cynical, whatever. Yes, although... I think part of the reason, again, getting ahead of myself here, but I think part of the reason Men in Black works and this doesn't... This is what I want to get into too because they are such sibling movies in a way that uh, Men in Black is the older sibling that has succeeded in everything yeah. and the younger... Yeah. And RPD is like the young stoner who's like, ah, I don't know, black sheep. I can do like, that. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. I can I'll do be that relevant. <laughs> you just watch. I can be a surgeon. <laughs> is that... <laughs> R.I.P.D. speaks like that. Yeah. <laughs> Rip D. <laughs> Rip D. That's what I thought it was first called. Rip D. Rip D. It's like, what the hell is I that? I thought it was called Ribbed. 
You were comparing it to... Your Tommy Lee Jones ones. plays the straight man. Yeah. And that's what holds it together. Will Smith oh, is the funny kind of... Interesting. Whoa, wacky kind of guy going, whoops, I'm making a... But in this a... it's reversed. In this it's reversed. And I think it's to the, detri- to the detriment of the film in a lot of ways. As much as I love... Um, no, Jeff you're Bridges right because because it's the best thing about it it is. But you're right because Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black being it's so clever to make him the straight man. Yeah, he's done this before. He's, he's straight laced. Yes, but he's in the environment that he should be whacking. Yes, he's in yes. the environment. But it's like him lending his gravitas to the job and the mm. work that he does. Yeah, it's that thing about like, hey, if you want to make something yeah. believable, make your yeah. characters believe it. Yes, and he does. Yes, and the thing and I want to he's a typically like. Um, dramatic actor as well. Yes. And Jeff Bridges, like we said, is yeah. great, but he, he plays it in a way, and obviously the script called for it. Yep. He pl- <laughs> I just thought of a line that he has. That I really want to mention. <laughs> he, he says some crazy stuff in this, but one of them is, he goes, Nick's telling him about how his wife died or something, and he's like, boo-hoo. And then Nick's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you heard me, booty-hoo. And I'm like, booty-hoo? <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like a improv for sure. Yeah. Like, I am sure booty-hoo that. was not written. No. That's it was really funny. Um, if it is, then Phil Hay, Matt Manfredi, then what the hell? Oh, mwah, birth, or maybe even Peter Lankoff. It could have been in the comic book that <laughs> that line. <laughs> Doubt it was. Um, it was a whole yeah, episode. Like every every comedy duo needs a needs a straight man. Yeah, and I you know? and the, having the straight man be the guy who is. Um, I guess, forced into this magical world that the yep. way Nick is. But this is what I want to get to, right? This right. is my hot take on men, why Men in Black is so yes. works so well compared to this. We're right? going to be talking about Men in Black. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is the Men in Black podcast now. <laughs> Most of this film. Here's the thing, though. My, I think the best part in the first Men in Black, oh, yeah. right, Yeah. is after Will... What's his name? Kay? Is it Jay? He's Jay. He's Jay. Yeah, yeah. After Jay... James is his full name. Yeah. After Jay... I think competes in like against the cops and the soldiers and you know gets kind of officially offered yep. the role. Yeah. Agent K takes him out to that bench, right? Mm. And he sits him down in front of the harbor mm. and basically is like you if if you do this, mm. no one will ever know you exist anymore. You have to cut off all your ties to everyone. Mm. You will basically they'll think you've died. Yeah. But he's like, but and then he takes him through this this reason of why he should do it, which is like 500 years ago, we thought the, the earth was the center of the universe. Yep. 200 years ago, we thought the wor- world was flat. Yep. And five minutes ago, you knew that we were alone in this universe. And he's like, imagine what you will know tomorrow if yes. you take this thing. And that doesn't just convince Jay. He sits on the bench and mm-hmm. literally they show him go from like sunset to sunrise, just yeah. thinking yeah. and just being like, what should I do? Yeah. And he and sees so, weird things, right? He sees like tails uh, tucked under people's. No, no, is that he doesn't. In that one? No, no, no. He does. He's sitting on the bench. He just sees. Oh. He might see something maybe, but I think he just looks up at I the stars. I might be thinking of Men in Black. He too. just looks up at the stars. Because um, in the next episode, it's the flip where Jay's convincing Kay to join the Men in right, Black. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in that yeah, one, yeah, he yeah, sees yeah. weird shit. Yes, he does. Yeah, you're right. But, but this no, is just him thinking. He just looks up at and the stars and he's like. Hmm. Like, and he does that thing. He puts you. You get put into his place where you're like, "Geez, I think I'd take this too," even though it's such high stakes for him because he's basically just killing himself in the real yeah. world. Yeah. And in RAPD, you have none of that because Nick. I mean, it's it's kind of unfair to compare it, but it's Nick dies, mm. and he. But you could have a device in there where he gets the choice. Mm. Now they kind of make him have a choice where it's like, well, either face judgment or join this department of police that you maybe, I guess, never leave. I don't really know what the rules are there. But Nick's Mm. choice is 
you don't have to face judgment. What? Why does he think that he'd fare poorly with judgment? Because he stole gold? That's the There's thing. There's stuff like, in this movie that's like, oh, he's a deado because he's a snitch. He's a deado because he like Kevin Bacon's whole thing of why he's a bad dude is because he's like, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna die face judgment because I paid off a few, I got a few lap dances or something. He was a crooked cop. Yeah, I mean, it's like how long we went. But like, is it's that, a question I'll really, we'll really get into. Yeah, it. Like, there's when some. When were you doing that? There's some. You're dead like, now? When did you die? Yeah, there's some. Does things, no one know who you are? No, there's some things. There's like the 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 line between good and bad yep. for the characters in this movie are like so thin. Where it's yes. like, oh, he's a snitch, so he's yeah. bad. He yeah. he chose to stay on Earth. So they are going for they are going for what, what would you call it? Uh, less clear cut heroes, I guess you could say. You know, mm. less clear cut heroes. These guys, like obviously, Roy did something in his past to warrant him having to serve the RIPD for mm. however long he's been serving it. And I think I think it's one of those things where you have to serve a sentence as well. Which which kind of sucks because if I found, if I knew I did something bad, I'm not saying these guys did, but if I knew I did something bad and I had and like, the choice was, serve the RIPD or just go to hell, I'd be like, well, I'm gonna do the RIPD. Yeah, I guess you would, but, but also, but also, yeah, of course. Yeah, but extend my you, sentence. But that's my the thing they death. didn't say to Nick. Yeah, I think it would have been more powerful. Yeah, if they were like, hey, Nick, you can either go to heaven, or you can like yeah. don't force his hand. Yeah, because then he's then he's like not taking he's not making the decision. He's just he's literally being taken along by the plot. <laughs> like whereas in Men in Black, Jay sits on that bench for a day. Yeah. And then is like, yeah, I'm in. And it's still crazy. He still has crazy experiences and like what the hell's going on. But he's yeah. there. And, and that's that's what's good is because he's there and he can only kind of blame himself. Yeah. And I guess they've kind of got that with like. Rick, what's his name? Nick, Nick. <laughs> Rick. Oh, uh, Nick. Uh, it is. Nick. Yeah, it's Nick. I think in the comic books it's Nick Cruz, but in this it's Nick Walker. Yeah, More such a, a name. such a such a generic name. Yeah, maybe we should provide a little bit of context before we go any further. Yeah, with Rip D. Yeah. So, directed by Robert Schwentke, German-born American director. What is, what has he done? He's done. I don't have his full filmography in front of me, but he didn't. He done a few indie German films. And then one of them was a calling card to... It wasn't intended to be a calling card to Hollywood, but one of them got him recognized. His second feature, I I can't remember what it... Tattoo, that's what it's called. Uh, And he got noticed and someone said, hey, we're developing a script um, that's about a bomb on a plane. What would you do if you had to handle this thing? And I was like, well... No one, he knew no one was going to touch a, a script like that because 9-11 had only just happened. And I was like, well, maybe I'd make it a bit more plain to like paranoia a bit. So maybe I'd have someone goes missing on a plane and we have to find them. And that became Flight Plan with Jodie Foster. So he directed Flight Plan. A couple of years, I think, after that, he did The Time Traveler's Wife with our man, Eric Banner. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the great man. Um, he did, yeah, Time Traveler's, did I say daughter or wife? Wife. Okay, yeah, Time Traveler's Wife, which is an adaptation of, adaptation of a book. And then after that was Red. Ah, uh, okay, he did those. Yes. And you said he did the Divergent sequels? He did that after Rip D. So oh, I thought okay, I right. thought he did Divergent, then Rip D. I thought he did the Divergent uh, movies and then Rip D. But no, he did Rip D and then did the Divergent ones. It works better for my narrative that I had in my head where he did those two movies. He did all those movies, was very successful, then did Rip D and then was like, all right, fuck this, I'm getting out of Hollywood. Because mm. the last movie he made, well, I think maybe the second last movie now, was called The Captain and it was a indie 
German film, German language, shot in Germany. Right. Um, sounds interesting as well. Mm. I'm not going to lie. So he's kind of gone back to making small He's gone back to... Uh, well, I think he was frustrated with the studio system. I haven't got a quote of him saying that. I, he bet, said I he, bet this this had this had studio hands all over it. Oh, yeah. And he was sure. like, yeah, I was disappointed with the amount of... Um, notes and stuff. The amount of, yeah, notes. What did you yeah. think stylistically of some of his... Because I... In terms of choices that he made, I could only get... Yeah, you've seen Divergent. What, two and three? Yeah, that, but two and three is kind of hard to judge because it feels like that's, that's following along You didn't like Divergent? You didn't like Allegiant and... Insurgent? Insurgent. And then oh, my girlfriend's joke that the fourth one is called um, Detergent, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is a great joke. Like, fantastic No, it's joke. not. I think it's, it's fantastic. Shit. Well, I love her, so... <laughs> I love that girl. Tread lightly, you understand? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I think uh. that, I think actually she watched the last act of this movie with me. She came Rip home. Ripped Yeah. Okay. And sat down and was like on her phone and was like, what the fuck? What are you watching? <laughs> and was like so grossed out. It was in the final climax where like all the oh, fatties yeah. and deddos are running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say fatty because it, it literally, that's all you can they describe call him this guy as well. Yeah. He's a big fat blob. This yeah, big he's blob a big man. blob of a man just running around. And he's like, yeah. hey, by the way, <laughs> the voiceovers in this is so weird. Like, this is so... a very big problem of mine. A right? big critique of yeah, mine. Yeah, the voiceover is... for all the deddos are I'm, like. Oh. I have. Pretty much whenever I've watched a movie, hardly ever noticed the sound mixing and sound design. Yeah. It's the last thing I think about. Even when I make my own stuff, it's the last thing I consider, which is yeah. a big flaw when I make movies because yeah. it's a big part of a movie. Yeah. It's the first thing a person will notice is how bad the sound is yeah. compared to how bad the, the image is. But yeah. this, the sound design was so fucking naked <laughs> in this film. Yeah. Especially with like when like crazy shit like the Dettos were jumping everywhere. It's like all you'd hear is them, this really average score yeah. by a very big, talented composer, Christoph Beck. We'll get into him later. The, the sound was... But the, it the was music, just naked. Yeah. It was like, the music okay. was very like, positive the whole way through. Like, it very felt like generic. Dun, 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 it was this... Dun, like that the, kind of... Yeah. Like, whoa, like it was that kind of groove, poppy... You know, yeah. And then, it was the and then kind just of, like them, like, oh, oh, yeah, the sound, oh. I don't mean to knock Christoph, but like, it was the kind of music that I could picture a 50 year old man in a fedora making with his groove band, going, this, this is pretty cool. <laughs> and it's just them going, it was the most like tired, all right, I am a hired gun. Yeah, okay. This is a paycheck job. This Christoph Beck, by the way, did the soundtrack to Frozen, Frozen 2. And Lots of really big films that I can't remember now. Again, an interesting comparison because Stick Men in Black, one. we both like remember the kind of like <laughs> we sung it earlier today, just be, out of memory. That was like like that. It's I mean, it's very simple, but it is memorable. The fact that Danny you know Elfman, it, yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh man, Danny, can't get Danny better. the man. Danny the Elfman, Elfman. That is kind of very Simpsons-esque, actually. That like train kind of. Dun, 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 is that what it so, is? That that we were trying to we were trying to work out what so that. What that music device? We did forget. That okay. I don't want to again. I don't want to get too bogged down in, into the weeds of Men in Black. But one of the another reason why Men in Black worked was yeah that score. It wasn't necessarily iconic. No one goes oh no one goes hey you know that's got. Well, I watched a video last night that actually compared them. Actually, really. Like very critically, really? much better than we're doing right now. But it was basically, <laughs> hey, basically, hey, no, hey, sa- saying, hey, compare- <laughs> we're doing a pretty good fucking job. <laughs> it, it compared, for instance, the first time that Jay uh, is chasing an alien. Yeah. Uh, which he and we're not we we the audience is put in a position where we don't know that it's an alien yet. Neither does he. And yeah, neither yeah. does he. So it's kind of like a big reveal of like this interesting, uh, like. Uh, 
cause and effect kind of like, yeah. oh, you, like this guy is like superhuman. What's going on? Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of interesting and the stakes are raised and this discovery is made. Yeah. Whereas it's kind of reversed in this film where mm. Jeff Bridges tells Ryan Reynolds immediately like, we're going to find a deado. And then it's like, okay, so this scene is, or this sequence is about them going to find a deado. Yeah. And then that is what happens, yeah. you know? So it, yeah. it, whereas Men in Black is like, Roy is chasing a criminal. Not Roy. Roy. Uh, James, James is crazy, chasing a criminal. Big Willie. Yeah, Big Willie. Post uh, pre slap, uh, <laughs> chasing a criminal. Pre slap, Big Willie. Criminal gets away in some kind of in uh, like yeah. a superhuman way. Yeah. Jay re- like discovers that it's an alien. Yep. Aliens exist. Go on with the rest of the movie, kind of a thing. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's like, oh, by the way, oh my god, the de- <laughs> first of all, the death scene. Because basically, all right, let's quickly go through like the first bit of the movie. Right? Let's really go so, through this thing. Nick wakes up in his house. He's got uh, a nice French wife, girlfriend, Nick something like that. Nick has it all. Has it all. Except He's, he doesn't. By the way, he thinks that he lives in a shithole. It's like a very lovely house. It's an awesome house. It's a nice house with a yeah. backyard. And he's like, i got to get you out of here. This is a piece of shit. It's like, dude, what? that's a nice house. You've Show house. us how bad the house is. Yeah. It doesn't look run down at all. Yeah, even, anyway. if it, even if it's small or whatever, it's he, still like a lovely does it house. Open, does it open on him uh, uh, Opens planting him an orange tree? Yes. Yeah. So he is. He has in his possession gold and a very exactly. worried look on his face. We don't yeah. know what the gold means. We don't. But we we can insinuate that he acquired this gold dishonestly. Yeah, especially because he's uh, a cop. So it's like turns okay, out he actually, evidence, he actually you know. acquired it through some dumb plot device. Which but we never see. In fact, the first thing yeah. on this plot thing that I've got up here is oh, yeah? Boston police detectives Nick Walker and Bobby Hayes steal gold during a drug bust. Yeah. But we don't see that at we all. We don't see that. It happens off screen. Uh, An artistic choice, Yeah, you might so say. Nick regrets the theft, tells Hayes, who's played by Kevin Bacon, that he the will turn it in as evidence. And then uh, very quickly, this is the first five or ten minutes of the film, they go to another drug bust and yeah. Kevin Bacon shoots Ryan Reynolds and kills him. Now this... this silencing him. Silencing him. Way, yeah, yeah, you can't... You can't Tell anyone about the yeah. gold. I want the gold. Very dumb him. move. He shoots him with uh, like the police a, an weapon. rifle. I'm yeah. sure, like, it, uh, very quickly, the forensics team would go, hang on, this is Kevin Bacon. It's also not in this the. This is a bullet. It's not Kevin in Bacon the, killed this guy. It, yeah, it's also not in the midst of the firefight. It's, like, alone yeah. on a big, like, overhead, like, rafter thing. Yeah. He shoot, and they keep saying, they mention it so many times that he got shot in the face. He didn't get <laughs> shot in the face. Yeah. It keeps being like, hey, man, do you know what it's like to get shot in the face? It's, but he didn't get shot in the face. You don't he know got what it's like to get shot in the face, In Ryan. the chest, a bunch, never never in the face, falls yeah. down like a few stories. He smacks himself in the face That's bad. How bad is that, like, where he hit? Didn't look they, good. Why did they don't do that? Don't want to knock the VFX supervisor, but man. No, but why well, Why make that choice, My though? God. He falls, he lands on his neck in a way that's just comical because he just kind of, like, pancakes after that. Yeah. And then the worst part happens where... He ascends to the heavens, and that they just made everyone just kind of like music video. A pretty cool mannequins. sequence. Everyone's no, frozen. You no. don't think you don't like that? No, I thought it was alright. I was like, oh, that's a cool thing. I guess I didn't mind that everyone was frozen. Did I hated been... the rising up into the thing and just being like, whoa. The like, one, the, like the one press junket I could find, or this, I could only find like two press junkets of um, Ryan Reynolds talking about this film, mm. and he looks so tired whenever he talks about it. He's mm. just like, uh, it's about a guy. But the the one I could find him talking about this movie was just it's him explaining. Was just him explaining that it's like, it's about a guy uh, who joins the RIPD. So he dies while on the job, and then, and then when you die, everything sort of fr- freezes and everything's frozen, and then you and like so there's all these explosions everywhere. And then you, you go up to heaven. He yeah. spends most of the thing just explaining that one bit. And I'm like, all right, talk about the rest of the fucking movie. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I can understand why you don't want to. 
Yeah. It's not a great movie. Sorry. sorry but the, the other thing that this guy mentioned in his video was, um, I should shout out the channel. I, can't, I don't know. If, oh, hang on. Yeah. It's called RIPD, the worst blockbuster movie you've never heard of. And it's Anatomy of a Failure Damn. by Phil Mento, who's a big YouTuber. Oh, and he's got a video shit. on it. He explains the structure of how, like, basically every scene is just, it, it could be just a described scene of, like... I was going to say, yeah. It's like, Ryan goes to... Yeah. Ryan watches his funeral or whatever. Yeah. Ryan, blah, blah. And, and, like, there's a bit of conflict introduced where, like, he interrupts it and stuff like that. But it's like, hey, why not make it so that, like, dead dead, uh, uh, dead cops can't go to their funerals? It's not allowed. Rather than have Jeff Bridges take him to it and be, yeah. like, just, like, making jokes and stuff and be like, ah, oh, it's not that good of a turnout. It's like, what do you mean? It's a police funeral. It looks fine. <laughs> um, but it's like, rather than that, why not have him go on a job, then escape the job to go to the funeral to interrupt it in a more important moment oh, of the yeah, funeral? Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome. And, not, and uh, the best suggestion he made was don't tell him that he's an Asian dude because that's what he is in the in the real yeah, world show it to us show it to us when the wife closes the door and then he sees himself in the mirror and That'd he's like fucking oh, hilarious. what the but not only hilarious but like heartbreaking rather than yes. have while, rather than make it into a joke yes. that is like because that's the thing this is a movie that's like for like i don't know dads and their sons of like just like let's go watch a dumb movie or whatever it's not like high cinema but no. neither is men in black and that no. movie like sings to this day because of the choices concept. of how they structure it and yes. how they introduce conflict in so many different ways and surprises and things like that. Whereas give this the, is give just the like, protagonist something to do. This is so yeah. formulaic oh, yeah. in a way that is like it takes all of the air out of things. Yes. Um, we should actually explain as well. One part of being uh, on the Rip D is when you're working the beat <laughs> or when you're working the dead beat, they call it, because they arrest dead people and you get it. Oh, I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. I, like, I like this movie. <laughs> that changes everything. You know what? This is a good movie. Uh, one thing is... When, they, when they're back on Earth arresting deados, mm. which is what we call dead people who are still haunting the Earth or whatever. Which I don't understand. I want to get into why that... We yeah, will. We will. We will. They assume these avatars so that, so that they blend into society. Yeah. So that people aren't like, hey, it's that guy who died. He's yeah. back. Yeah. They, so Ryan Reynolds assumes uh, this Asian man avatar played by the great James Hong. The... Who, Absolutely wonderful, James Hong. Oh, he's, he's if best. you if you think you recognise him, he is from the Chinese restaurant episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> Literally, that is what people will rec- yep. probably recognise him from. Oh yeah, and he has done and everything else. So much else, he so much more so much. stuff. It's crazy. The most notable things, I guess, is Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Um, yep. Recently, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Plays the yeah. dad. Yeah. And I watched that again last night, and he's fucking awesome. He's so good. I he's forgot, good in everything. I thought he was just. I th- I forgot he doesn't. He has a much bigger role than. Um, I remembered, and he's so good in it. He's the best. Uh, and he needed way more time in this, which is another thing I want to... I know I keep on saying... That's another thing I want to talk about. We will talk about it. But, yes, they assume these avatars. Ryan Reynolds has James Hong. Uh, Jeff Bridges has a model whose name I forget. Yeah, like a, like a a very beautiful blonde, blonde yeah. haired woman. Yeah. Everyone, and the joke the is like... like yeah, everyone that's... And it's meant to be like inconspicuous, but everyone... Yeah. The, the joke it's, is it's Jeff Bridges and everyone's catcalling him and he's like, I ain't no piece of meat. The worst part in this movie <sighs> is when Jeff Bridges gets dragged through the window by the big deado and oh. is like, the woman is like, <laughs> the joke, that's what's kind of weird is the joke for a lot of the time is that people are watching this woman just get obliterated. Yeah. Because the, that's another problem with this movie is, like the, the cops don't seem to have any, 
because they're already dead. We have like they're hardly gotten through the first act. I mean, we keep on having these but they're indestructible. Indestru- like, there's another problem. They're indestructible, right? Shit. They're indestructible. These cops, apart from the fact that they might get killed by one of these these bullets. magic bullets. But they don't ever. They're about. never at any risk by getting hit by one of those. So that's the problem. Is they're like they're, these bullets. Yeah. These bullets kill deados. They also kill us. So be careful where you you know point them. And then they never bring that up as like a you know. But yeah. basically, um, they seem to be indestructible. Yeah. And so I guess instead of tension, they add in a comedic thing, which is like, hey, let's every time Jeff Bridges gets slammed against yep. the building, yep. let's cut to what it really looks like, which is this blonde, you know, lady, lady just getting slammed into this bus or whatever it is. And people being like, oh, my God, are you OK? And she's like, yep. yeah, I'm fine. I'm running off. Whew. Yeah, exactly. And it's like if the joke, if the body swap joke doesn't work the first time, it will not work on the 10th time that you've seen it in this movie. <laughs> and there's so many times where yeah. it's, you know, there are, there are parts of this movie, by the way, that I enjoyed and that made me laugh. There's it's, a moment where also in the... I'm shocked. Also in the uh, the Dedo chase, yep. Jeff Bridges goes, let's all have stairs and runs into the thing, looks up at like 100 flights and the way he delivers, <laughs> oh, shit, is <laughs> oh, so good. It made me laugh uh, quite a bit. That's him when he saw the, the gross. He was like, oh, shit. Yeah, there's moments in this that he oh, made dear. me laugh quite a bit. That's um, good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you got some enjoyment. I've got this is like zero... Yeah, you said you watched it with your brother, who yeah. is always good for a bit. We're always knocking movies we're not enjoying. We're always make, like making wise cracks. We were watching this, and we were no dry. Fuel at all. We were completely dry. We're like, that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how far did we get? We got up to We got up to Ryan dead. Reynolds' ascending. We okay, so this is, the, this is the part that okay. I want to talk about, right? So he goes to, uh, he goes. He looks like he's going through the eternal light. He's going to heaven, yeah. hell, whatever. He ascends. He gets he floats sucked up into this sideways and taken into this office. Which is probably the most visually dynamic thing in the entire movie. Isn't yeah, it? I would, yeah, that was a cool That was a cool I feel like switch. it was the only thing they let Robert Schwin- Schwin- I Yeah, but he did a lot of men, like, what are they called, like smash zooms, where he kind of like... The, really ineffectual across, ones. Yeah, they looked like, kind of wasn't even enough. janky. Was like, di- yeah. They looked really digital as well. They didn't look like they actually did it. Could have right? been a studio thing. Whereas Could have been the studio going, make it punchier. Yeah. Make it ha-ha. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. So this is the quote, right? He gets this woman called the Proctor who is like kind of our vis- our only actual character representation of like authority in the film, basically. Because yep. yes. Jeff Bridges is kind of a rogue. and He's in the and, same boat as Ryan is in a lot of ways. Yeah. But he's got the seniority, so he can show him the ropes. Yeah, and so she says, basically, she's doing this exposition where she sells sells him on being a cop in the RPD. He, yep. you know, walks across this spiritual bridge of, like, basically going through to the holding cells where they keep all the deados. Yes. And she goes, these are the deados. She tells him then, blah, blah, blah. And then she explains uh, what the, the deados are and the rules. She says, if you slip through... This is the exact quote. Okay. If you slip through the cracks and stay on Earth after you die, your soul rots. They rot, the world rots, global warming, black plague, bad cell reception. Get it? That's... And then, I don't get it. And then he says, or she says, the RIPD helps stop this because we arrest them, we take yes. them off the earth, whatever. Yes. God, and I think he she says... No one mentions God, but the basic no. idea is that no one intended there to be this many humans on Yeah, earth. he says, how do they, like, how do they slip through the cracks? Meaning, how do they escape judgment? And she says 150,000 people die per day. System can't handle it. Like the system wasn't designed to but handle that. But how do kind you actually escape? But it's like, how do you physically? die? What? How do you die and then not? Because they also show 
him like Ryan Reynolds dying and floating through the tunnel, and yeah. there are millions of fake bodies flying around him. Yeah, which is like it doesn't seem like there's a system so much as there is a vacuum cleaner of like yeah. sucking souls up. So how can there be death? Like Kevin Bacon makes it sound like at the end he had a choice. He's like, I died and I wasn't gonna like just come go to hell. He's like, I stayed. It's so like I made the choice to get out of Dodge or whatever. I mean, they Wait, like yeah. how do you physically? Because I I can imagine if you're in the RIPD holding cell. Yeah. Well, there's an escape sequence, which we'll, you know, get into when we get there. But, like, if you're ascending and going to hell, you wouldn't necessarily go to the RIPD lockup place. You'd go somewhere else, and then you'd go to hell or heaven. But then, like, what do you do? Like, do you say, oh, I'm just going to go back? No, I think, well, I think they just don't ascend at all. Because, at all. like, the idea is just you keep on getting sucked up. Mm. It's not like you can just swim past and then get to the bottom. And then once you do get to the bottom, do they assume different bodies or something? Or are they like the same no, person? No, I think they're the same person, but they're somehow invisible. I'm not sure. It's so it's so confusing. It is, yeah. There's a lot Maybe of... it's explained better in the comic. I'm sure it is. Probably. They probably have a lot more time to do it. Um, yes. I won't get bogged down in that morass, but yes. Ryan Reynolds is taken to the RIPD mm. headquarters. He's given. He's shown the ropes by that, I forget, the proctor you said. Yeah. Who's like a very stern, like very I feel stern, like all the roles. No, but how bad are the roles for women in this movie? By the way, <sighs> the wa- the girlfriend role is so nothing, oh, yeah. so wafer thin. Yeah, and, and no the offense Proctor, to the actress, but not the not the best performance either. She was given nothing. Very, it's I know not she was her given fault. nothing. I know Ryan Reynolds was given nothing, and he rose to that occasion. Yeah, but the, I mean, there's a certain like there's a there's like a I don't know. There is that magnetism to certain people, and yeah. it's very rare. So yeah. you can't, it's almost That's like... True. You can't expect everyone to just be like... No, just magnetic. kind of watchable no matter what. And he, okay. he achieved... Like, I didn't hate him in this purely because he's like, fine. I didn't hate him either, but I was like, even though I know I, his character was a nothing character. Yeah. It was like the most well, red character Well, nothing to ever. the point. Did you hear what he said no. to define himself? It was no. when him and Jeff Bridges were walking to go and find another yeah. dead or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. to find this gold thing that we'll get into, maybe. Yeah. Um, and he said... It's it's when uh, he the world has crumbled around him and he's like his wife thinks that he took this yeah. gold and did all this bad thinks stuff a as a cop and thinks I'm a, yeah. a dirty cop and I was doing it for her. Blah, blah. The low point. Yeah, it's well, okay. it's just before it where he okay. says like, hey, I um, you know, sh- or he he says I've got it written down somewhere, but it's basically like, um, she or, I, I am defined by what she thinks of me, baby. Uh, basically, like yeah. that—that's basically it. Like yeah. I am who. That's all that matters to me. All that matters is what she thought of me. That's who I am. Is basically yeah. what he says. Now, I, oh, I get that in some degree. That's <laughs> like, hey, it's well. I mean, like that was just a crazy moment of like, is that how you define yourself, and also how you want to define your character to us? Because it felt yeah. very weak to just. Be, I mean, I can imagine being dead. Yeah. And wanting to make it so that you've got a good, like your people remember you well. Yeah. So maybe that's where he was at as in a headspace. But mm. the way he said it made it sound like when he was alive, all that mattered to him was what this person thought of yeah. him, which was just a really weird character motivator because it just yeah. made him really nothing. Well, I don't know, like <laughs> controlled or like I don't know. He he didn't have any other like opinion of himself outside of what other per- this other person thought of him. Yeah, it was just a weird way to define him as a person. Yeah, which is again speaks to what he was actually given to do. You know, um, yeah. So he's in the RIP. Relax, body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw a dumbass quote that I wrote down. There's so many. There are so many. I literally wrote relax, body. I wrote relax, body. I wrote. Um, 
kind of a high five moment. Oh my god, I fucking loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, what is? There was so I'm many. Speaking, I probably like busted no, the mic. No, there but... was so many. Yeah, well, dude, sorry, that I, I now I see that line. Like, he, it he... is the most. It is. The, the most boring shot. Like, all this crazy shit is going on in the yeah. background, which you don't really see it, but you know what's happening. This is in the climax the where climax Kevin Bacon is, film, like, just about to win the day. The final showdown. And he explains how good he is, and then he just... No one says anything, and he goes, kind of a high-five moment. And also, he becomes way more Boston... Way more Bostonite than, like... His character shifts a bit. Yeah, but when, like, he, when he inhales he, the Indian they've food. They've got this really lame wide shot where you see all the character, all these kind of characters in a row, and he's like, he's explained his evil plan and like how it's about to come to fruition. Full, yeah. Fruition. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> kind of a high five moment. Yeah, no one gives him a high five. It almost sounds like ADR, and it's the kind of thing, like that is the kind of thing that has become very popular in Marvel movies. But I think, is, do like, you know is, what a, I is think? an evil villain saying a line like that? Like, yeah. Because they, they never take themselves seriously in no. those kind of movies. I feel like, like this is an American thing where, like, maybe there was an ad in the 2010s <laughs> that was, like, some guy went for a beer and was like, oh, I love this beer, kind of a high-five moment. And then, like, they were maybe riffing on that or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Perhaps, we ribbon. shouldn't give these kind of things out of context. Moment. Basically, what, what are we That was to important the... to me because that line is so fucking bad. It's not funny at all. No, it's just And random. it's not filmed funnily at all. It's like no. the most Another... basic thing you could do is get a close-up, have them do the line, then cut out to a wide of everyone staring at him not laughing yeah. and not giving him a high five the the uh that's the most basic thing i can think to do and the also the sky beam of it all like the the final third act climax of like hey let's have a sky beam of like this you know this world ending thing is happening so a beam needs to shoot from the sky down i know we, yeah i know we said we're not we're not trying to knock movies here but that's some shit <laughs> some bad shit <laughs> So what are we up to in terms of... Uh, Proctor. Uh, we haven't Proctor, even... Yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. it's like, so Nick we're is well now and truly into in the, the bullpen of yes. the RIPD. He's accepted He's accepted that he he's will like, postpone yeah. his judgment. Um, he wa- he does this so that he he thinks he can get a chance to say goodbye to his wife. That's his real motivation. Yeah. Um, which the Proctor says... Well, I wouldn't even oh, say dude. say goodbye. I would say like see Just her and Just to see her like, again. Yeah. yeah. At this point, it's like to see her again, yeah. whatever. Because he doesn't yet know that he's James Hong back on Earth. Yes. So he says, I will do it. I will be I will be in the RIPD. He mm. gets a badge. He really isn't given a choice. Really. No. He gets a badge on his, on his chest. It's like tattooed there or like whatever you call it. Um, like branded. Branded yeah. onto him. And then he meets... Uh, Yes, like you said, arguably the best part of the film, Roy. Yeah. Roy Reciferous. Roylicious or something, isn't it? There's some. Roylicious. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Jeff Bridgelicious. Whose whole character arc is defined by him losing and then regaining a hat. Yes, that's you his You could arc. argue. Yes. I wrote and his down... wound, his wound as well, I, his wound is him being upset that his he dead body a, yeah. was fucked by coyotes. Yeah, literally. He's like, yeah. you have any idea what it's like? Yeah. He, he, he's what, upset he that his he funeral says, was just him getting molested, his dead body getting molested by Yeah, because he doesn't coyotes. have any sympathy he for He calls Nick. them coyotes. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote he down... Roy. Roy learns to get a new hat. Nick learns not to have... Wait, what? I wrote down learns not to have a wife, I guess. But I don't know. If I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was drunk when I wrote that. No. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, he meets Roy. Roy's like, hey, you, oh, the thing he does, he holds out his hand to give him a handshake. I think I know where you're going He with kills this. a guy first, that kills a deader who's like, yes. he was going for the our introdu- door. Our introduction to him is that he's, uh, he he's doesn't a, play by the rule yeah, book. Yeah, he's a gun he's a wild. He's a wild, he's a wild card. He is a Yosemite Sam of a man. Yosemite Sam, I love it. And he, uh, yeah, he doesn't care. I thought that was Yosemite for the longest time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, we're idiots. Uh, <laughs> well, we're but yeah, he shoots this Deddo, 
and then uh, he sits down at his desk and he's like, you know, just a cool dude. And then he gets told that he's got this new partner, Nick, who yes. is like, no, I don't do partners. I don't do partners. Uh, but he's told that he has to by the proctor. And then basically it's like, all right, cool. Let's go, rookie. Let's go out to this. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the world. Let's go back to Earth, essentially. Nick's been dead for two minutes and then he's back yeah. onto Earth. Yeah. He has not. We haven't not. We haven't had that moment of like. I mean, they tried dun, to have dun, it. Dun, 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 yeah, we haven't, had that, we haven't had that. What will you? What will you? And you, you knew that we were alone in this universe. Yeah. Until two minutes ago, or whatever. Yeah. yeah we haven't yeah, had yeah. that moment yet. No. Where it's like, hey, by the way, the afterlife exists. Like, even if it was just like, yeah, you might go to heaven, you might go to hell. You can play with that. You can even say, yeah, you can it's go to also, heaven. There's, there's a if they didn't, if they just went, you. You'll go to heaven if you don't take on RIPD. Yeah. He's like, and his motivation is still, I want to talk to my wife. Yeah. That's great. And Instead also, yeah. they're like, it's, you're going to yeah, face judgment and go to hell. It's like, well, fuck, I'm not, I don't yeah. want to do that. No choice at all. And the also, everyone around him, Ugh. the cops, oh my God. the the proctor, um, Roy, all of them are like, get over yourself. Get over your problems. No one cares. Booty who? <laughs> Booty who? And also, she <laughs> says, also, she says, oh, it's tragic. Like, but in a sarcastic, <laughs> she's very sarcastic, the proctor. She's very so sarcastic. Immediately, yeah. we're like, well, yeah, he. I don't care that he's dead because no one else. Like, yeah. it's very much like get on board or get the hell out. Like, which yeah. is kind of frustrating for an attitude for them to take. Like, mm. it's uh, you kind of get that it's kind of bureaucratic and like, hey, yeah. we got to get to get to work. But it's also like it takes any meaning out of the fact that he's dead. As do the as yeah. does the funeral scene, which approaches very soon after, mm. where they make the joke of. Roy not not shutting up and not letting yeah. him watch it properly. He's like, "Hey, this is pretty sad, isn't it?" Or like, yeah. it's like, or like, uh, not much of a turnout. And then they immediately do the joke of like, "Hey, you look," because he goes in. Roy uh, Nick yeah. goes and interrupts the funeral. Mm. Everyone, all the cops tackle him and take yeah. him away. And then Roy's like, "Ah, it didn't go so well. You're a little yeah. Chinese." Man. Well, how, how do you get to Earth? How do how do the They're how do the members of the R somehow the flush down a toilet, or they at least flush Why? a toilet? They flush it. Why do they do that? Because it's meant to be like the switch. To it's take like them they down. saw Harry Potter and they're like, Isn't, wasn't it funny when they flushed themselves down the toilet to get to the ministry? Wasn't that cool? Let's do that, but yeah. we don't do that. We yeah. just you, you they push li- the they lever. Didn't, yeah, they push the lever. But then you just magically in teleport into a, 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 the same looking. And their room. cover is that they're VCR repairmen. Perhaps an early reference to Red Letter Media. Maybe Perhaps I didn't not. like that Roy knew a lot about new technology as well. Yeah, he should have been like the he Thor. Been, well, he's been there for two hundred years. Yeah, I know, but I. So it's like sh- I would have liked it if he was more stuck in his ways. Also, he's a hypocrite because he calls, and again, I'm quoting this. Yeah. He calls Ryan Reynolds. I think he mentioned he calls him like a Chinaman or something like Wolfed. that, and he says a few other things because he's from the West and oh, he's yeah, like in yeah. the 1800s. Yeah. But then he turns around when they want him to be woke because one of the bad guys calls Ryan Reynolds like. Um, some, Panda Express, yeah, a yeah, slur yeah. like that, the fuck is and it? then and then Roy goes, "Hey, easy with the racial," <laughs> which I think is one of the best yeah, lines true. in this movie. And I'm like, Roy, you have cop. you have only <laughs> you have only called this man racial, but hey, slurs. he fought for the North. He makes oh, that yeah, very he's a clear. Good man, he fought for the North. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. So easy anyway. with the racial. <laughs> I should have put that in the trailer. <laughs> Oh man, R.I.P.D. Easy with the Rachel. Yeah. Wait, Rachel? <laughs> Rachel. <Yeah. laughs> Easy with the Rachel. <laughs> it's um, yeah. So anyway, goes to the funeral. He notices Kevin Bacon there, who yeah. killed him. And yes. He's like, ah. Who killed him because of the gold that they? Because of the gold that he's coveting. He's like, yeah. ah, hate this guy. Mm. Get your Kevin hands on my lady. Kevin Bacon doesn't recognize 
Ryan Reynolds, Nick, we don't realise that he's disguised as James Hong. Yes. Yes. But we find out at the end of that scene. At the end of the scene, which again, like you say, is awkward. It'd be funnier if we cut back to cut back to James Hong looking like James Hong talking. Be like, what? This is weird. This yeah. is incongruent. Yes. What's this man doing at uh, my husband's funeral yes. saying I'm here? Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. Didn't do it. Wasted opportunity. Thing. And this is my major this is one of my major gripes with the entire film is they have their they have their true selves on screen at the wrong time and they have their avatars on screen at the wrong time. Yeah. They need to they flipped them like this scene would go up yeah. a quarter of a star. Uh, uh oh. They said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. <laughs> yeah, they do, they switch it. They do they do yeah. the opposite of what they should do. Yeah. Well anyway, they're at the funeral, that happens. Yeah. So it's time to be Rip D. Yeah. It's time to do some good old fashioned policing. Yeah. Walk the dead beat. And the kind of dynamic is I like, actually don't remember what happens next as well. Well, they go to seek out the dead o. They've is got that a the tip first that thing got they a, do? Yeah, they've got Where a tip. Where do they get the, the tip from? Uh, they don't say. Fuck, this movie's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just realising that now? I, know, not, I, I, I didn't mind. established why it doesn't What did you exist. think of the way, the, tri- the, the breadcrumbs? I didn't mind. Breadcrumbs? Well, I didn't mind the element that they're like, oh, we find them because stuff breaks around them. Like, I didn't mind that as a visual. Probably uh, an element set up in the graphic novel. I reckon, yeah. Sure. They, they, basically, they go to this apartment building and they find, they, they go to like where the flickering light is or they Actually, go to like Actually, they the don't broken, get a tip. They just go to a place and it's like, no, 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 no. And then, they and then, then Roy's like, broken stuff. That's a big no, deal. No, no, no. They give it a tip because Roy's no, like, don't. yeah, they do. Roy's, yeah. well, they don't, we don't see it, but Roy says, <laughs> oh, I got a tip. tip, there's a dead over here. So another thing that happens off camera. Yeah, he says no. it. It's like over, over voice. Like I guess you got it. It helps. It moves And goes to the apartment building. They find his dead over. This is the one of the dumbest parts because okay. a, another reason they don't... And this feels vaguely racial as well, Oof. where they don't explain for whatever reason, but the thing that gets deados to pop and turn into their real dead selves, like their kind of rotting souls, yeah. is Indian food? Cumin, specifically. Yeah, but also just cumin. any... No, but any mention of Indian food. Because they don't get the guy to sniff yeah, cumin true. in that. They just, li- they they just off... say Indian restaurant things. Was that just meant to... Again, in- this... Indian restaurant. Now, this could they be just a... say Indian food, like Indian cuisine. <laughs> this could be a negative Vindaloo. aspect of the of the comic or graphic novel, which is like, yeah, why is that? Why does Indian food expose them? Was that Literally, just like... they don't even... Give a reason. Do they just go, whoa, that's wacky? Yeah, no, they just say, huh. we don't Indian know what. food, that's you know different. Why? I have a theory. Let's put that down. I have a theory. I yeah. think it's so that they get could get Roy to be like, engine, without it being. <laughs> like, that's my, that's, my, that's my theory that we I'm like 99% sure. That's actually not correct. a bad theory because it's like we want him to say some racist shit, but we cannot have We him can't say that. get him to say it about Native Americans. We have to get him no. to say it another way. So, what if we make it so that he has to say Indian as in it's Indian? It's funny because I remember when he did he say that. that, I was like, oh, can you? Oh, no, he's talking about Indian yeah, media, actual, of course. Yeah. Not Native Americans. Yeah. I think that's why they did it. That is... Which is crazy if that's true. A fucking solid theory. Maybe, I, I, I think don't it's know. not bad. But anyway, so they did we'll that. we have to ask Phil Hay. And they, they get the, the Dedo to pop. Yeah. Do they kill him? or No, they kill him, but not, they after, kill him. not after jumping they, they around. They contain him. Yeah, they contain they him. They contain which him, is which is a word that, that gets thrown around a lot in a very unfunny way. With no <laughs> context either. Like, he never yeah. says our job is to contain yeah. these things, which yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Another major question I have is, what happens when you get shot and die as a ditto? Because uh, the idea is you get disappear. contained and understandably go back to hell or something like that. Or heaven. Maybe maybe it's a person who would have gone to heaven but has decided to stay because they want to haunt their family. No, 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 no. I think, well, none Dettos of them are. couldn't go to heaven. They're all, they're no, no, no. all corrupt. So there's no good ditto? No. Huh. 
okay. don't think so. Because all of them yeah. are like demon like like and that's the other thing is the the design is kind of vague where it's like if you're a snitch oh, you've man. got like a big mouth. This or is the weird it's the weirdest like rule. A, and they all look basically They I don't all know look if, kind you, of the same. If, if if anyone listening has ever gone onto those like AI uh, artwork sites like Crayon or whatever, <laughs> if you type in a person yeah. into those generated where a bot like makes artwork or tries yeah. to draw something Dolly, if you ever if yeah. you ever make them do a person, they can't get faces right or bodies. Mm. It's kind of like what the robots are still kind of working out. It's kind of terrifying. But they always look like the person is melted, and that's kind of what these yeah. RIPD uh, yeah. deados look like. Um, yes. And so, yeah, if you're a snitch, you've got a big mouth, and you're kind of the skin is all hanging. If you've got if you're, if you're a thief, if you're gluttonous, you're a big fat guy. Yeah, yeah. If you're a thief, multiple hands. Yeah. If you're Kevin Bacon, you get pretty tall. <laughs> That's all that happens to him. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and no, but his head, he gets all cracked. What does that mean? He's corrupt? Corrupt, maybe, uh, yeah. It's actually pretty, this it's is a good movie. I'm back on board. I'm back on board. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> all those stairs. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so, we're, we're hammering through. So now what, okay, that's so they, they, they pop him. Basically, um, they pop this guy. They arrest, Well, they kill him. They, they kill, kill him. They, they also him. find out that they're super durable. Oh, yeah, this that, is where we find out. I how was very durable. disappointed that that's a different take in the movie. Oh, yeah, the trailer, the trailer was a bit better. It was a bit better. Um, yeah. And then uh, he throws him in front of a bus. But the most important part is that uh, they discover very conveniently that yep. when the Dedo pops before uh, uh, vomits before they kill him, he throws up gold. What the fuck? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Which is the That's thing... That's right, I had no fucking relationship. Dude, within five minutes oh of him... Christ. Within five minutes of him dying because of the gold, he uh, then finds a dead person. Of any person he can find, he dead throws up. up this gold, then starts the rest of the thing. That's so fucking stupid. So the whole thing why with this gold... Why did they go back to Chicago? I guess that's their beat, but, like, why... No, they're in Boston. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> there's some... You... So we should just... I don't fucking we should know. basically say, because the rest of the thing doesn't matter... The, well, it's the, kind of the, important. We should wrap. We should wrap this up. This is important. The no, audience no, no. wants to know. No, no, no. I was going to say the main thing that they then do for the rest of the movie is yep. that the gold is the MacGuffin. Well, we're going to find no. out the mystery of the gold. Yeah, the gold is turns out to be this ancient relic that will reverse the tunnel into the afterlife. So, A disassembled. If, if the deados that Kevin Bacon is, if he and his dedo friends assemble this thing, yep. uh, the all the dead souls will rain down on yes. Earth. And um, you know they'll live. For, they'll live forever. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a high five moment. That's what he says. That yeah, best. yeah, that's what he uh, says. And, and he's really tall. We turn yeah, this right. on. <laughs> dead people come down. Yeah, dead people <laughs> come down. And we'll live forever. <laughs> he like forever. says it like that. Yeah, it's really strange. Dude. It's a very weird delivery. Most crucial here. The most crucial part of this is Ryan Reynolds recognizes the gold. It's the same. It yeah. looks very uh, similar to the gold he the gold he was burying at the start of the film. Yes, it does. And the also, gold that him and Kevin Bacon stole they put from drug evidence. dealers. Yes, this ancient Mesopotamian gold <laughs> yeah. that they that random drug dealers, petty criminals in had Boston. in Boston. Yeah, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it's five thousand years old or some shit. It's this yeah. ancient thing. So anyway, they put it into oh evidence. Um, then, then for some they, reason, then they Ryan followed... doesn't immediately tell. Roy, oh hey, I had this gold. Oh yeah, because then they tell. For some reason, he tells him this gold might be important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knows why it might be important because yeah. he's seen it before and he's what seen. What happens after that? Do they tail? Do they, they go to lock find up? The, do they eventually find the guy who becomes a big fat guy? They go to the snitch first. Oh yeah, they go to the snitch first. They go to an informant basically. They go into an informant. They go to an yeah. informant that Roy has um, to find out more about this gold. They get. He some... tells them about the gold. Yes. And then he says he doesn't know. Well, no, he says he doesn't know anything. 
But then he milks him and says, okay, no, I think it is. I know there's some people looking for Yeah, it. I'll have a look. And then he's like, all right, fine, it's useless. You keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says to the inf- uh, Nick says to the informant, you keep it. While in the background, Roy is fishing for a new hat. Because yeah. in the previous scene, in a he lost his hat. The arc, his arc play. is kicked off when he loses his hat, yeah. as you previously mentioned. And then uh, from there, they yeah. then follow the informant who was lying. He takes, he leads them to Kevin Bacon. Yes. Who then they follow. Twist. Twist. Turns Kevin out Bacon. Kevin Bacon, we know he's a bad guy. We know he wants turns to Turns out he's a deado. Yeah, turns out he's a deado. Yeah. But um, we already knew he wanted the gold. But for the longest time, we've been sitting on this going... Nick, tell Roy that you know this guy is looking for the gold. Yeah. That might be important. Yeah. Um, do they then go to, like, the airport lounge kind of a situation, like a mall or something? Something where, like that. Cause, so this is the part that I'm confused about. Why does Kevin Bacon meet with the other Deddo to give him the gold in the briefcase? He gives him the gold <laughs> in the briefcase that then they go, they follow the I big redhead, the Elvis, know, the Elvis Deddo, who is also the big... Uh, like fat one who just yes. is really offensive by the way like really mean <laughs> it's kind of, no it's kind of that mean that guy has the best because last name ever what is it like I don't, I don't the know actor? look it up because it's the funniest I gotta get it up the actor I'll look it up the actor okay so the no, actor, the, the I mean has offensive a in a way name. that is like is his we sin that he's yes. gluttonous like he's literally is he going to yes. hell is he a deado because he doesn't like was he the, greedy well that's the thing he's a large guy I guess he's, he's greedy but like I don't know it seemed really mean to be like they he's kept on big, just calling so him. He's going to go to hell. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Like, what did he must have done other stuff? But I like. Yes. Anyway, so they go to him, open. and then basically, do they kill? No. So he escapes, and then they get in trouble. That's what happens. Devin Ratray. Ratray. <laughs> Devin Ratray. Devin Ratray. I love that name. Uh, anyway, yes, Kevin Bacon, for whatever reason, for reasons I don't know, gives the gold to Devin Ratray's character. We'll call, let's call him Ratray. Yeah, I guess, he's just, Rat Ray. I guess he's just giving it out to be prepared for the last Yes, act. he's giving it, that guy holds on to most of the, all the other gold. Yeah, yes. let's say that. Let's give them that excuse maybe, I don't know. But anyway. They, they let they, Kevin walk, yeah. let him go they away, go, and then they the target, gold, the, let's follow the gold. Big action sequence where we find out that Dedos can run on walls with no apparent reason. No rhyme or reason. They can defy gravity. At yeah. least this guy can. I don't yeah. think anyone else does. It's just him. Yeah. For whatever reason. I guess I, I have no idea why. Mm, very strange. Roy no does some cowboy why. stuff, getting gets lassoed and gets dragged away for a bit. Yeah, there's some fun and games. Yeah, they go, oh, shit, this is, this is the opening James of the Hong film as well. This is the oh, opening of yeah. the film. Yeah, we didn't have the cold. Yeah, they. they it has a that, cold open. They do that classic thing, which again they... feels like a studio thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It we has, gotta get people in. It has opening narration, which never comes back again. Mm. And it's just like Nick saying something along the lines it of, "It does Nick, never come back." You're having again. a bad day. Four or five days ago, I was just a normal guy. It, and this happened. And then you just see them doing that. They have that awkward bit with the rat yeah, ray the, guys on the. Wall he's of doing the like, they reckon like, it's funny because he's a big guy and he's doing gymnastics. He flips them the birds and, and then they, he runs off. Yeah. He gets shot in the bum. And he's like, oh, my ass. Like, <laughs> again, all the, the, all, the, all the ADR is so... It is shit. It's like... It's so yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A film with, like, I can't imagine how much of that $154 million went into the sound design, but not much. Also, just what they say, because what they yeah. say is just like, yeah, give it here, all the score, like yeah. it's just all that it stuff. It doesn't. Like, none filler. of it is like mixed into itself. It no, all just sounds it feels, like feels it's very stacked top on. layer. Yes. Yeah. Very weird. So there's anyway, this crazy action games. sequences, action sequence, I and they they, they screw the up. They lose. They lose him because then they go and get slapped on the wrist. They and do basically the, Get told. They by do the, the thing that Harry Potter and 
uh, Ron Weasley do in the Chamber of Secrets, where they expose parts, like they expose themselves to muggles. Yeah, which they and then, never. And then Proctor does that thing where she's like, "Do you have any idea how serious this is?" Yeah, they get they get slapped on the wrist by the Proctor, who is like, "You guys have exposed this the not human world to this supernatural thing." Has they no They never resolve that at all. But the eternal affairs, which is basically fun God, play on words, infernal uh, affairs, infernal affairs, internal affairs, eternal. Yes, but as a play on the yes, yes. Funny. I gathered. Um, and then, <laughs> did you? And then I don't know if you one did. of my favorite parts that actually yeah. made me genuinely oh. laugh was uh, Roy being like, um, he asks the proctor a question when she's reading out their judgment, and it has that really stupid scroll that has Bucket all the thing. that has all the ex- explanation yeah. of what's going to happen. Oh, that was so blah, weird. Blah, blah, with the yeah. gold, because they w- they work out at that point how important the gold is. And yes, this is they their, find you know, out it's a, it can assemble can this reverse. device that will send all the dead, all the dead back, to back to earth, and earth. they'll rule the earth. Yeah, or not. And he asks her a question, and she ignores him because she's looking at another tube. And he's like, "Oh, you got a fancy bucket or something like that." He says something. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and he's funny voice. And yeah. He's funny. He's charming, he's nice. Um, and so they get suspended. It's their kind what of darkest mean? hour moment. Know. Does that mean they go to hell? Yeah, Ryan's like, well, we're going to get wiped out in the next day, so I'm going to go and spend time with my wife, but he's still a little uh, Chinese man, James Hong. Yep. She's scared of him again, but she kind of thinks, oh, maybe that's actually Ryan, which was such a weird... Again, like, played awkwardly. They should have, again, played it as James Hong, because it would have been like, why are you talking to me? And it could have been sentimental, because yeah, James Hong been. is a good actor. He is a great actor. And it he could have been gone, sentimental. They... They ah. just ruined. They just didn't use him well. But the thing that and it's weird because like the first thing he does her, is he just he appears there where she's running, really which is creepy, creepy. and then he just touches t- her on the chin. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. She's you know you look. You track. know you look like James Hong. Yeah. Don't go in with that. Also, just do something that says. There's so many movies that are like, prove to me you're the person I think you are, and they do that in a way that's like, yeah, okay, definitely. Oh yeah, proof. no shit. Why not just do something like that instead of like? They should have had like, a running I'm gag. Still here with you. Yes, I'm like a little thing they do to each other. Yeah, something that maybe was established at the opening, which yes. wasn't. Anyway, so it's a wow. really weak kind of brain. Mo- like for, for her, she's like, oh my god, it's him. Yeah. Then she tells. I mean, then then Roy and Nick have a really weird moment where they talk about the coyotes again, and then it's a, like they get really angry at each other. Then they immediately it's apologize. It's set up. It's set up that uh, that Roy has some kind of wound, something yeah. that happened to him. He's like, "You think you have it bad? I had it worse." Yeah. And they talk. They joke about the funeral, it does or whatever. Feel like he's gonna but have this the big main thing at the end where he feels better. He's gonna like explain why he's such a cold guy. Why yeah. he doesn't. Why he works alone. Maybe yeah. it's something they wanted to to do in a sequel. Well, but they did say with the thing with the partner that shot him again. Like he got shot by his partner as well. In the back. That's it though. It's well, like, I, fe- it I feel have been, like both. Sh- yeah. There's that wound the moment where he's like, yeah. he's just like, oh, I I got I I died and coyotes ate my body. It sucks. They've like, got, that's it. Yeah. They've got. That's massive, the thing that makes you so sad. They've got massive. Nothing else. Capacity to talk about life and death and regret and things. Oh that, my god. Yes. Like and and what do these people? What did these people? What want would to you want to say to thing? your loved ones yeah, if you yeah, had like one that, opportunity? Like that. And they could have things like that yeah. there, but instead they make it about these two yeah. guys who both have trust issues because they both got killed by their partners, yep. who now they don't trust their. New yes. partners who are themselves, and that's what their arc is together. Where it could have been something about, actually, like because every piece of advice that Roy gives to Nick about death is actually really, really bad. Where it's like you should just get over it. Like yeah. you're not that important, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you could, you could have nice moments between them where they're actually like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry you died like that," or "I'm sorry this." Like yeah. they don't have any like, like they don't have any moments like that which are actually sentimental <sighs> or meaningful. Right. Um, but anyway. For so some, then, I think they arrest Kevin Bacon at this point. Yeah, so ba- it will be how, basically, yeah, it, it all goes wrong happens. because they then, they're then like, well, 
screw it, we're not on the case, but that doesn't matter at all because we're going to just rogue. put ourselves back on yep. the case. They get Shit no just repercussions. And they just go no, at no point does anyone tell them not to not to do what they're doing. Like, they still no, have their guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't fucking confiscate their guns or their badge. It's yeah. like, they don't do that. They don't go, give me a gun in your badge. Yeah, in fact, Nick has like a new gun. He has yeah, like a new shotgun. Fuck? So anyway, they go to Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon clearly wants to get arrested because the rest of the gold is in the evidence locker, which we all know about. And it's crazy that the movie assumes that we don't remember that. And it's crazy that he knows that happened. Yeah. What, how did he find out? I that? don't know. But he's got a new device which is going to help him unlock the safe or do something weird with the frequencies. That's a really device. frustrating pl- part where they go to the police department. with They've got Kevin Bacon and all the deados that he's friends with. They've got him in lockup. But then he says to his dedo friends, uh, he knew that, by the way, he knew that Nick and Roy were coming because Nick's wife called him and said, I think Nick's still alive as a little Asian man. I think he's a James like, Oh, my God. What the hell? And Kevin's like, You ever Kevin see Bacon's that like, oh, Seinfeld 4 bit? Looks like yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps <Chinese>. following me. <laughs> keeps touching me on the chin. Uh, legendary character actor Jesus. James Hart. Um, anyway, so, yes. so so they go to the police department, and the, one of the really frustrating things is Kevin Bacon is like, uh, on. he's like, hey, you know, the, one of the good things about being a dado, you can't hear certain frequencies. And then it's not even a frequency, frequency thing. Things just, the time, time just stops. But it doesn't affect them. But it's yes. like, that's not a frequency. That's like... A slow motion device. What the hell are you talking about? The device they use is made of two parts. When you assemble it, it like freezes time. Except for classic, Kevin Bacon and his goons. It looks like an Avengers MacGuffin he kind of thing. He gave one like half to box. some guy who we never see again. No. Presumably he gets arrested and puts the first half yeah, but in we the don't RIP see lockup. We don't, don't see it happen. That. We don't know how he knew that was going to happen. Yeah. We don't know how the, he knew that one of the cops would go, oh, hey, I've seen the other half of this thing. Let me just assemble that there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freezes them. Yeah, they just throw it into a basket. It gets it's assembled. It's dumb. And the reason it gets assembled without anyone noticing yes. is because Roy is signing documents that we sh- have established that he's not the kind of guy who would want to do that. No. But he's like, hey, I'm happy to sign these things. Anyway, so that happens. Oh, yeah. Time slows down. All the cops get frozen. The bad guys escape. They get With all the, the gold. gold. They go to the top of a building. There's a huge action, se- action sequence and Roy and Nick kind of have to go and save the day. Again, work together. a thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The whole movie is like two men learning, learning to work together as team. They learn to love. Yeah, and then <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. And then the uh, the funny thing love. is that it's clearly the writer being like, we gotta we gotta worm this in somehow. Where Nick kidnaps. Uh, sorry, uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. I can't remember his character's name at all. It doesn't matter. He, kidna- <laughs> he kidnaps Nick's girlfriend, who or who's kind of like trusting him. Yes. And there's a huge windstorm in the city, and yeah. she allows herself to get. This is why she's such a bad character. She just allows herself. Yes. To get taken into a ca- like a car with these we two people. We don't get a moment with her trying met. to escape. We don't get a moment of no. her having any agency. God forbid her having that. any agency or, or yeah. active you know choices or anything. Yeah. She gets taken into the city during this hurricane where it literally looks like everyone's ev- evacuated, and she's like, "What's going on?" And she yeah. gets taken to the top of this city uh, building. She's still like, what's what's happening? This is crazy. Kevin Bacon, by this stage, has sniffed a bunch of cumin and has turned into a bloody zombie man, tall yes. man. Yes, corrupt uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, wants yeah. a high five from everyone. And then, <laughs> um, and then says and to her, a high five he stabs her because they need a sacrifice to make this gold it's work. It's set up, I think, the Proctor states when she's reading that scroll and giving us yeah. information. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that she says that you need your nemesis's or like your enemy's blood. Yeah. She's not his enemy, but Nick no, is. No, not at all. Is that what she... That's, he's not... She's not. But that's the thing he says to her is he says... He's, it's really frustrating because you can tell that the writer was just doing it as like an excuse uh, of like... He goes, you know, it didn't need to be her, but I just couldn't help uh, going full circle. And it's like... I couldn't help uh, making this feel holistic. Like, 
<laughs> wrapping this back up to have some meaning You're to it. You're probably wondering, why yeah. did they steal this particular person? Yeah. Um, also, that is the most empty fucking city yeah. ever. Yeah. It, yeah, is it like really there feels no like one. where there did no that... stakes. It really feels like no one dying. the smallest $150 million movie you've ever seen. Like, where did that I money go? I, I have no idea. I guess That's the, vi- so the VFX, money. the actors... The VFX, so many, look, the VFX for sure. To that wrap up this huge. very, very average plot, and it is average. We did it, though. That's the whole movie, basically. Well, pretty much. They kill Kevin Bacon. They yeah. shoot him in the head. Um, they stop the end Roy of the world. Roy does some lasso cowboy His shit. His wife doesn't die. Yeah. She's like the proctor. But they do the have, do you think that she was going to die? I thought she was going to die. Get a moment. Maybe she'd join the RIPD. Oh, man. Uh, I was, I, Men in Black style. This movie, I would have hated Because when we had Men in Black, they had, that, they had the female co-star who was pretty fun. She was really interesting. Yeah, I was she, watching clips of her, and she's really like magnetic in that. She's movie. wonderful, but she goes. So she makes a decision to go back and help this planet. Like she makes a really courageous choice to go and leave and do this thing. Whereas in this one, I thought for a second. Oh, that's Men in Black too. Happens yes. in Men in Black one as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 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 morgue mortician lady. Nice. She's like interesting line of work you boys have, and then she becomes oh, the new K. Yeah, K retires, one. and she becomes new K. Yeah, of course. And then it's like in a in like one line in Men in Black two, someone's like. You keep on getting rid of all your partners, whatever. And so obviously you just you're like, ah, eh, we need something new. Yeah. Doesn't matter. R.I.P.D. Back to it. It ends. She doesn't die. He Nick gets to say goodbye to his wife. She understands. Yeah, there he's is not a, a nice moment anymore. that she dies officially yep. because time stops. So re- like, yes, we see a, she it dies. Was, it was yeah. foreshadowed at the start when time stopped for him. So we know what it means. Yeah. We know that she's died essentially. Yep. They have a moment where he's not James Hong now. Like he, she can actually talk yes. to him, and she they can have a nice is. moment of like, hey, you got to live yeah. on without me, which feels like it was kind of a shoehorn horn thing of like Nick being like, hey, you got to live, let her live on without you. That was yes. that was his lesson that he had to kind of get on with, I guess, which is fair. Like that'd yeah. be a hard thing to deal with if you died and still could see your person. Um, yeah. I do like the I did like the moment actually at the athletic track where Jeff Bridges was like, "You're basically haunting her, man." Like, yeah. this is That's what a you're good doing. Line. To her, yeah, this which is I what I that is. Like, yeah, okay, this yeah. is cool. Felt like I yeah. wanted more of that. Um, anyway, so yeah, all is well. He makes a deal with the proctor. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't die. She goes on without him. Yes, and then. Um, and then the and last then the moment proctor, is that... And then the proctor, she bites Jeff Bridges' beard. In she bella golden me. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, that's what he says. Yes. I, that was the only moment, apart from a few laughs, that was the only moment that I made a noise during the film where I was like, oh! <laughs> it was she pretty literally, <laughs> She bites teeth only. Yeah. Like, no lips or anything, God, thank God, but it was almost grosser, where she stamps, like, onto his chin hair. Yeah. It's uh, big goatee Because Because the, the Proctor and Jeff Bridges, which we haven't kind of established, like, they have a weird romance thing. Like, will they, won't they? But, like, a... It's the set age up, difference... they, have, they have a history together. Did they you think history. the age difference felt way too big in that? No. Really? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. For some reason, yeah. I was like, I think, she's, they like I think they're pretty close. Different? I think they're like ten, maybe ten years different. But yeah, I think okay. they're pretty close. For some reason, I don't the know. Same maybe it's happens, just the, the same thing hair happens. The same thing happens in like, Red, where weird. she becomes she becomes um, Bruce Willis's. Right. I think if I'm remembering Red correctly, mm. it's an average movie as well. <laughs> but that one did really well. Okay. Yeah. And people did, were kicking the action comedy good. Yeah. Anyway, so they Billy Goat. She gets him a new hat. He basically says, I could have got you flowers when we dated, because apparently they dated. And then his last... Oh, by the way, the coolest moment in the whole movie yep. is the flip that he does to put that hat on his head. I, he does another flip where he throws a hat 
onto just a hat stand and yeah. he does it and they do it in this nice long take and he's I'm like, got oh, some good, good hat movements in this and that's what my girlfriend's favourite part of the movie was she saw 20 minutes at the end and she <laughs> said her favourite part was that hat flip which that's I good. agree with her that was the good coolest moment good you can moment. salvage that memory from yeah, yeah, that yeah. film yeah hey he put the hat on film. pretty good <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the most positive thing you can say about and this movie and then the last joke oh, is hey I got you a new identity Nick yes. you don't you're no longer James Hong you've outgrown that um, they don't do they shake hands because you remember this was my biggest biggest problem they the don't fix, they don't resolve it so when they first in meet in this initial gag which is in the trailer is Jeff Bridges who doesn't like having a partner he meets yeah. Nick and he's like he stretches out his hand for a handshake yeah. Nick goes to reciprocate and then Jeff goes no you gotta earn that you gotta earn that and he earns that twice fold yeah. he earns that several times they over. save the world they save the fucking world. And their partners. But by the way, I don't we we've talked about some quotes, but like when they say like icy and are you frosty and all that, I don't Don't get it. That's apparently their quote their lines of like, hey, you ready? You you got you good? Like I was it cause is it because they're dead? Like they're cold? I have no idea. Anyway, it's like before each battle they're like, You you frosty? Yeah, it's cold. And then relax body. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking yeah. movie about undead policeman I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've only seen one and it's this one. But, <laughs> but it takes a cake. Yeah. <laughs> what do we think about, like, if we look at it from Bridges' perspective within this kind of, was it a five, six year span of these movies? Like, mm. do you think he took it as a kind of one for them, one for me kind of a thing? Or was it like, a, was he typecast after True Grit? You know, was it was True Grit the springboard that led to this? And he thought, oh, this would be fun because it's like more of a comedy, st- like straight laced or. I yeah, I've, honestly, I have no idea. Yeah, which is not great because you know you should come into a podcast with a take. But <laughs> I mean, look, if I had to, if I had to have a swing at this, I'd say a lot of big wigs at the top in the studios saw that <clears throat> Jeff Bridges as a cowboy made money, and they went, oh wow, Jeff Bridges as a, as a cowboy. That's bankable. Yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Is this post? But we'll throw in. We'll throw in. And this is also Ryan. post um, uh, Country Singer movie, right? Yeah. So it's that. And that was the Oscar as well. Wild Heart. That was the thing was they got in the Oscar. Wild Heart? Uh, Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart. Which I don't Wild even know. Crazy Heart. I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's one of those legacy Oscar things where it's like, oh, you know what, Jeff Bridges, we should have uh, given you okay. an Oscar ages ago. Sorry, bud. We should have given it to you for Tron. Yeah, exactly. You were robbed. Yeah. Robbed for Tron. Okay. Yeah, um, it could be a bit of that. I don't think Jeff Bridges, from what I've from what I've dug up, I don't think he's the kind of guy who's like, all right, I need a what's what's the next best move for my image, especially at this point in his career. I think he's doing it for fun, for he's sure. Doing it for fun. And it's, it's like I could imagine yeah. that. Like we're, I'm doing a comedy with Ryan Reynolds, who's a seems like a nice fun guy, yeah. and Kevin Bacon, who seems yeah. like a nice fun guy. It's like he said in the GQ thing, cowboys. <laughs> Before we wrap up, yeah. Did you know? Jeff Bridges is a Past the Pigs fan. Really? He's a huge Past the Pigs fan. Oh, wow. So is Kevin Bacon. No. They played Past the Pigs on set. <laughs> so funny that they pumped that into the That headphones. is the most horrifying. Uh, the, the, the people in the studio are telling us to get out, basically, mm. but we ain't gonna. We got more RPD to talk about. We can about. just close the curtains. They won't know we're here. Yeah, true. Um, they're massive Past the Pigs fans. For those of you who don't know what Past the Pigs is, it's uh, essentially a, a fun board game or gambling game. You have these two miniature pigs. You roll them. Depending on which position they land, you get points, basically. That's amazing. But he knows 
all the fucking names as well. That's so He's good. like, well, that's a pig out. Well, oh that's a trotter. God. And you got a Razorback right there. That's amazing. Which is fucking hilarious to see. Uh, he's going to kick us out. No, no, no. We're coming. Okay, I great. just gave him a thumbs up. This is usually the part of the show where you say, we're wrapping up. Or, or whatever. <laughs> do you have to? Do you uh, have somewhere to be? <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm playing b-ball at twelve. It's. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that's. I think we've thoroughly investigated this movie more than it deserves. I think we've talked about it for more than the run runtime. We've given it enough oxygen. Um, but join us next week as we look into Hella Highwater, hmm. one of my favorite movies. One of my ant eh, movies. Ant. Eh. Get out. <laughs> um. That'll that'll conclude the the Bronco Bridges trilogy for will, this first you, iteration of of tripod. You could say it'll bridge the get out bridges the <laughs> bridges the gap. Uh, <laughs> it'll bridge. It'll, we gotta build the bridge. <laughs> Such a marble mouth. A marble mouth. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, I like this marbles in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an That's old. Um, who does Fry and Zoidberg and and uh, in in Futurama? Billy is it Billy West? Is that, that sounds right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, when he describes doing Zoidberg, he's always like he was. I looked at him and I saw all the all the meat hanging off his mouth, and I just thought this guy's got like a, such a marble mouth. I'm just gonna talk to it, It'll talk like an old Varvillian, like kind of like oh, oh like that kind of thing. Just imagine you got marbles uh, in the jowls of yeah, your cheeks. Right. Uh, um, Billy West. Billy West. West. Westerns. That's where cowboys. You're the best in the biz, kid. Bridging the... Yeah. Uh, so join yeah. us next week as we conclude the Bronco Bridges trilogy um, with Hella High Water. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we, we will spin the wheel for the first first time ever. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Yeah, yeah. The seminal wheel spin should be good. God, I'm excited. All right. Oh, yeah. uh, we love you all. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Thanks. Good night, goodbye, and good mental health. Live long and prosper. I don't know. Goodbye. <laughs> um, they look, play, well, before yeah. we do wrap this up, and yeah. I got to wrap this up quick, but I was looking into that and I was like, that's cool. So I was, I wanted to hear more from, that was Jeff Bridges explaining that in an interview with Jimmy Kimmel. I wanted to hear Kevin Bacon's side of the story. I was like, okay, does Kevin Bacon play past the pigs? While I was looking into this, I found this really bizarre story. This is such an odd tangent, and I shouldn't end on this, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I found this odd story because um, I searched Kevin Bacon pig or past the pigs. I got this Australian news article. The headline is, Police bring home the bacon. Stolen Sydney cafe animals found in Victoria. And I read this really bizarre story about a pig called Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that that is belonged to this like petting zoo cafe that was stolen from Sydney and then taken to Central Victoria. Like, <laughs> what? I know this is the dumbest tangent, and you can cut this out. No, that's great. I think at but the I end of this each show we should find out thing. find an animal with I, a cast name. I saw name that. I saw that's that. Been stolen, and I went down a bit. So I saw that, and I was like, "That is fucking hilarious." Police bring home the bacon. That was in that was in October, two thousand thirteen. That happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's kind of funny that animals, like obviously, when humans oh. are humans, word for being stolen is kidnapped. But anything else, including animals, is just they that was yeah. stolen. Well, so that was the that was <laughs> the first animal. That was the first headline I found, which was like the police found this pig. It was like, oh, it was stolen. 
Please turn it back. I got a link to another article, which was the story before <laughs> that. This is back in uh, earlier that year, which is a reward offered after pig Kevin Bacon and lamb, Bradley, because it was a lamb that was stolen, kidnapped from Sydney Cafe. Um, <laughs> I read this article and I was like, that's interesting. A pig named Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure there's many pigs called Kevin Bacon out there in the world. I read this article and this, <laughs> this is the last, this is the last two lines from it. Okay. Yeah. It's like police are appealing for anyone with information on the whereabouts of the animals to contact them. Me- <laughs> Meanwhile, a beer-swilling pig named Swino, who made international headlines after stealing beer from a West Australian campsite, has died after being hit by a car. <laughs> which led me to another story, which is just beer-stealing feral pig nicknamed Swino dies in fatal car accident. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like that last headline. It sounds like Swino was the one driving the car, <laughs> which is why the beer gave him supernatural <laughs> abilities, and he could drive cars. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! That's good. It's it says a lot about this movie. That oh, that's, that, that's the funniest part. Of well, this that's podcast, why that's why this film does deserve that. <laughs> because it'll lead you to something oh. like that.